full of loneliness and misery and suffering and unhappiness, and it's all over much too quickly. The question is, have I learned anything about life? Hello, 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 everybody. You're listening to a very special, special, glorious episode of Essence of Zen After Dark. It's season one, episode 23, so you know what that means. It's the season finale. Now, I'm joined here by my studious co-host. I always call him studious. Last time we were together on a podcast, I believe he stumped me on uh, phrases to actually bring out. So I'm just going to call this man the savior of the Blaylock of household, well, household slash apartment hold, I guess. The man that saved me through his willpower alone from having a tornado touch down and destroy our living space. I'm talking about the man of the hour and the century. Not the year, because the year sucks for everybody, but for the century. Lewis, that messing with a K, Sandoval. Lewis, how are you doing? I'm doing pretty well. <laughs> Thanks for the introduction, Zane. <laughs> yeah, man, season finale. Mm. I cannot promise that uh, we're going to have the same type of uh, openings for season two. I have a lot of ideas uh, on my head for season two. Uh, but you know we'll, we'll we'll see what happens when we start it and the discussions that we have when uh while we plan for it but essentially i just want to make sure we can all kind of relax get a breather for the rest of the year cuz as we all know 2020 is uh yeah <clears throat> sharknado yeah oh, oh oh more like a, a politico shark alien uh uh, uh fi- fire lots of fire uh, uh uh and probably cthulhu and or godzilla nato it's just it's, it's all of that wrapped into one uh so whew. Oof, oof. <laughs> but uh on the docket for the day we have a series of of various topics related to uh I, I told y'all a, a while ago, I was gonna get it. I did, so I, I I got I got I got the fold too. So we're gonna talk about that in a bit. Uh, we also got some Nvidia news, uh, some some I'm gonna say it, Georgia, some Google news, uh, Apple news, and we're gonna like try to close out the show today with some AMD goodness, and maybe just a little short ten minute, five minute uh, powwow. Uh, towards the end of the show, just looking back for the entirety of uh, the relaunch of AD uh, for this year. Uh, but yeah, uh, I don't know. Also, I, let, let, let me uh, try to bring up. I forgot the source to link for the NVIDIA ARM uh, deal. But um, for the experience with the Fold 2, man, look, 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 look. I love Android. I do. I love Google. Uh, they've been kind of weird lately, and we can talk about that in a bit as well. Uh, I'm not the biggest fan on closed-off gardens, ecosystems that kind of force you to stay within that said ecosystem. But, but man, I've got the taste of using the Fold 2 with the new uh, Samsung, uh, uh, you know, the Samsung beans, the the ear beans. Uh, and I also, I do have the new... Um, uh, Samsung Galaxy Watch 3 as well, but I haven't actually yet to open it. I've yet to actually put it on. I have one of the older versions as well that I, I used to use as my day-to-day, but because I don't go out as much anymore, I don't go to the office as much anymore. Uh, haven't had the need to wear, wear a watch. But man, the the fluidity of the entire ecosystem for all things that fit within Samsung's little little home is really nice. 
it's really nice. And I, for a moment, I was like, you know what? It probably wouldn't be that bad for me to move to the Apple ecosystem, the Apple environment. But then I thought about all the other things that I don't like about Apple and it soured it for me. And so I'm back to still being glad I can pick up a Samsung phone, be in the Samsung ecosystem, and also still branch out for my majority needs into other ecosystems around Google or our own stuff or, you know, I don't know, just in general. It's, 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 it's nice. But, man, Lewis, this phone, this phone, Lewis, Lewis, this phone. All right, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to open up and be a bit of a Debbie Downer. Mm-hmm. What do you not like about it? Oh man. Okay. So, <laughs> <laughs> off, off, the, off the, off the jump, right? Uh, uh-huh. It comes with the inner, inner lining screen protector, mm-hmm. and uh, that's probably was one of my. I won't, I won't even call it a, a big down because I didn't mind it, but it did feel weird. It feels like you're you're going across like a bit of smooth rubber. And, and mm. it, at first, it's not bad, but after a week's use, when like you get, you get very smudgy with fingerprints and oils and grease from, from your fingers and like you know touching it a lot, mm-hmm. it got a little got, got a little grimy, feel wise and just visually. And um, I still would have left it on because you know Samsung says please leave this protected line on. Uh, it got air bubbles under it, and so I said mm. I, I can't I can't I can't do air bubbles. I, I can't. I, I'm the kind of guy that used to put a uh, a, a screen shield on on older on you know, my other phones, and uh-huh. it, I mean like twenty dollar glass screen shields. Yeah. If I messed up the application putting that shield on and there was there were air bubbles, screw it. I'm, I'm, <laughs> I'm pulling it off, throwing it away. I wasted twenty bucks. You know, paint paint me red. Me. It called me a clown, but yeah. Uh uh, I guess other, other things I didn't like about it, uh, some software things, right? Uh, like, you know, everyone goes to Instagram for, on this phone, where if you open Instagram on the inside of your phone, it doesn't go edge to edge, like for the left and the right. So you, you're mm-hmm. stuck with, you know, weird black bars on the left and right of, of the app. Mm-hmm. But, see, apparently Samsung has, has, has thought about that. So Samsung includes on their store, which... I'm not a fan of going to other places aside from the Play Store, but I'm glad I have that option too, especially for things like this. So I go to mm-hmm. the Galaxy Store and download something called what, what is it called? Good Lock, which is an, a Samsung-made application to fit in modules for other operations. Within Good Lock, and this is not a, a it's not a, it's not a sponsorship, guys. It's not an ad. I'm legit just going off my personal experience with this. There's a a module for Good Lock called uh, was it MultiStar? No. Might be multi-star. Hold on, let me see. Yeah, yeah, multi-star. And within multi-star, there's a thing that says iHeart Galaxy Foldable, and you can set apps to or or, or for the, for this uh, module-based thing to force to take advantage of the, of the screen. So now I open up Instagram and I have full left to right, top to bottom app coverage, and I've yet to find an app that does not uh, bend to the wheel of good luck. I know they're out there, but for my personal needs. I haven't found any. So I guess for the other downside is some of the software can be a bit wonky, but there are ways around it. Uh, and honestly, man, that's, that's about it for like the downsides <laughs> so far. All right, all right. Let me follow up with just uh, some more some more generic phone questions. Mm-hmm, uh, mm-hmm. Now that we've got just the bad stuff out of the way. How's that battery life, man? Dude. Got the power like a giant screen now. How, how is it? Does it last the whole day, you find? Yeah, dude. I, okay. So and, and and also for uh for uh, transparency's sake, I, I I have on the high uh, 
the high refresh rate setting. So most of the time I, okay. I am dealing with 120 uh, uh, hertz for the display. Uh, and I am also primarily using the inner display, so the bigger display. I have been reading manga on my phone nonstop since I got this thing. <laughs> nonstop. And I, I mean, this is through Firefox, right? Firefox with over 60 tabs open and running. Mind you, I have also friend in the background, too, some, um, uh, a mobile game called Merchant, which I, really, I love to death. I started playing um, uh, Raid Shadow uh, Legends? Shadow something. Play Legends, yeah. Yeah. Uh, actually, it's not a, it's not a bad game. It gets boring really quick though. And 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 raid, if you're listening on the off chance that you are, you do not have to bombard the user with like, oh, this is available. This is available. This is available. Buy this. Buy this. And when they log in with like, this, no, no, that I'm I am close to de- deleting this this uh, app off of that annoyance. Ba- like only everything else is, is is fine, but the the heavy 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 push for those uh, microtransactions. My God. Uh, but no, I, I I get through the day just fine, man. Like uh, I typically end the day around like one a.m. for me personally, and I'm in bed by then, and I'm still powering on in bed reading manga up to like two or three a.m. around like twenty twenty percent, and nice. I've Pretty pushed good. it. I've pushed it down to like um like I I didn't charge it one night, so I woke up in the morning. I was at fifty percent. Uh, I pushed it down to about um fifteen percent before eight p.m. Uh, and even then, I was like watching YouTube videos, uh, full screen, full brightness, and it took about a solid forty-five minutes or so to go from twenty percent down to like sixteen percent just on the video alone. So oh, I'm loving it, man. I, I know it's not gonna last because you know fast charging and battery de- battery degradation over time, but I mean, oh god, still I'm loving it. So how are those bye, videos? Bye. Um. How's, how's media on it like that since, since you brought that up? I don't mind it much. There is like the the because it's, it's a it's it's a it's not a nineteen by or wait sixteen by nine. Yes, yeah, thank you. Sixteen by nine uh, ratio uh, for the um, resolution. You do get uh-huh. bars when you watch sideways. For the most part, I don't oh, mind okay. it, but it's it, it is slightly annoying, and you do have to deal with that that um, punch out whole camera um, still. So, eh, mm-hmm. yeah, not the greatest, but it's whatever. Um, actually, speaking on that, uh, I forgot what I was gonna. I was gonna say. Uh, oh yeah, I remember people asking or saying, you know, why didn't they make um, the actual device wider? So, cause if you close the phone, you have that narrow but very um, uh, tall screen. And someone said, you know, why not have when it, when it's in a, the the closed state, have that screen be the width of a normal phone. And the reason for that being is if you do that, you're going to have even more drastic um, uh, uh, black bars when you're watching media on the inside, as well as I do feel that if you make it wider in that in that regards, you might have a harder time using the keyboard when your phone is you know open all the way. Open. Yeah, because right now, I, I, you know, the Samsung gives you an included um, keyboard to split, you know, keys on the left, keys on the right, uh, on the right with a, a bit of space in, in the center. Mm-hmm. I don't. I don't do that. I, it, that was too cramped for me. I, I do full on keyboard from left to right, normal. And for my big hands, I got some some ungodly massive hands. Um, I can I can do from the my left hand thumb from the edge to the center, right thumb from the edge to the center. So I can hit every button that I need to, you know, normally. If it was wider, I might have some some trouble with that. But this is personal, mm. you know. 
mm-hmm. takes on it. Any other questions? Hmm. Let's see. Let's see. Videos kind of just went over about like the the black bars. I kind of expected that because if they stretch it too far, it might look kind of weird. Yeah. Uh. Hmm. Battery life. Camera, I guess that's another big one. I'm assuming it's it's pretty good. You know, you get you get that three camera array. Yeah. And like, dude, you know, we we we've talked on this podcast. Uh, you know, w- with every new phone that comes out, about like everyone complains about the camera not being, you know, this or that, or if it needs to be. Nah, okay, look, the camera's fine. I, 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 I'm, I'm okay with camera phone or the, the cameras on phones from like five years ago, and like th- those are really all I need. That being said, I am completely glad I have a really nice camera on this phone. Like it's better than my old uh, Note Eight. Um, mm-hmm. But but saying that because people keep saying you know you pay you know spoiler alert two thousand dollars uh, for this folding phone, but the camera modules in it is not the same as the Note Twenty Ultra, and I'm like, yeah, true, but you have like one step down from those cameras. The cameras are still amazing, and you have literally everything else is stuffed to the gills with with, with new high end tech. Now. Price wise, I'm not I'm not condoling or or uh, 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 approving on the price. I'm not saying anyone go out buy this phone because you absolutely need it. Because again, it made it made me feel sick when I bought it, and I saved up for a year just to get it. Um, <laughs> but no, like the camera's great, man. The, I, I, you know what? I'm gonna send you some pictures of the cat that I took pictures of. My, my cat, not not a random cat. I just call my cat the cat because I don't yeah. like him. I just found a cat randomly. <laughs> He's cute though. He's a he's a he's a he's a precious cat. He's a he's a bastard, but he's a, he's a precious cat. That's pretty good to hear. I, I guess last one I got for you just the uh, the hinge. How's it? How's the hinge? Does it feel solid? Is you know, likes a little too too really if you you know, try to flick it with your hand. <laughs> <laughs> nah, man. So far the hinge has been super super solid. Now I I got worried okay. because um you know first day I had the phone. Uh, I went to the subreddit, you know, uh, Galaxy Fold or something like that. Yeah, I think it's r slash Galaxy Fold. And some people who got their phones early were saying that after about a week or two, um, the hinge felt looser. And, you know, I was like, oh, ho, 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 ho. yeah. So I, I've had the phone about almost, I think, almost two weeks now. And the hinge does feel looser. But it's still solid, so I, I I can only say that that's probably just literally breaking it in from like the fresh seal of like that when it comes in. Um, mm-hmm. But if I turn it like if I open it like a, a say I guess thirty degrees and I shake it like if I if I literally flick it in my hand, it it, it doesn't move. It, it you know I I can literally you know hold it and dangle it to gravity and also flick it and and, and, and twist it and rotate it quickly. It doesn't move. Now, if I That's add more weird. force to it, yeah, it, it budges a little bit, but nothing super light, nothing like too loose, like a like a door hinge dangling in the wind. Um, yeah, it's a weird, it's a weird one. <laughs> <a> weird one. <laughs> Sorry. <I don't> <laughs> Can you imagine like some poetic, um, four uh, K, uh, somber, smooth, soft video with a poem going like, the world. Through the eyes of a child on the edge, we're all simply a door hinge hanging in the wind. 
There you go. Can make some ASMR with that. I'm just flapping door hinges <laughs> in the wind. <laughs> Dude, I think I'm going to get a little bit creepy if they're like squeaky, you know, and all of them. Oh, yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. Uh. <laughs> so well, she wear that spooky month. Yeah. 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 <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, but I, well, I let's go investigate, guys. <laughs> I don't. Oh, wait, I almost did a. Uh, how, how, oh, oh no, yeah. I don't know about that, Raggy. That's Scooby Doo. There you go. I was like, how does Scooby Doo talk again? I forget. The hair is cool though. Now you know a lot of people. You know, I, I watch reviews and like early videos when um, some YouTubers got it uh, ahead of time, and you know they always talked about like the hinge tech of like certain apps taking advantage of the phone, knowing when the hinge is slightly open, slightly bent. Uh, things like mm -hmm. you know your camera, YouTube, etc. That's that's nice. That's fine. I don't use that stuff much. Um, I'm glad that it's there for me to take advantage of if I do need. It. Like I, I've used it once or twice when I put the phone on my um, my uh, night 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 table nightstand, eh, whatever, mm -hmm. and just watch videos at night drifting off to sleep. But it's it's not the biggest deal uh, in terms of you know which what, what I've seen done with it. Now if if some developers go out there, take a popular app and do some cool stuff with it. Cool, but that's actually where the downside is when it comes to again software on Android and in particular OEMs. Something like now the, I guess the good thing is Samsung is kind of leading the charge on how Android is going going to be designed for folding phones in the future, and that's kind of cool. But it, it's still super early in the the you know the 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 field for foldable tech and its software related to it. Hmm. We should play uh, Among Us on it one day on mobile. See if that gives you an advantage. Oh my God! Yes. Oh, actually, by the way, dude, we're gonna. Uh, I'm getting some friends together tomorrow uh, to play Among Us. If you want, do you have the game on Steam? I do not have the game on Steam. I've been thinking about it. Do you Do you want to play it and have it on Steam? Uh, let, let me let me get back to on that one. Okay. <laughs> Sorry, just totally random. You brought up Among Us. It, 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 yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Also, I, I do have it on my phone, too, by the way. And, yeah, it, it, it's nice. Kind of difficult because, again, like, I, I try to make sure I'm not pressing the screen hard, especially now that I don't have the uh, the protective layer on it anymore. Um, but, yeah. Oh, oh. also, I guess last quick thing, unless you have any more questions. The screen on the inside without the, the film protector feels amazing. Like, the actual plastic glass ultra-thin thing, you know, itself doesn't feel like glass, but it feels like, something close to it but you can definitely feel that it's more fragile it's, it's softer than glass but it, it mm. it's smooth man it's it, like it feels nice it, it feels sturdy you, know, you just don't want to hit it and you don't want to stab it that's i mean that's, that's that's all i can tell like describe on what it feels like it's nice okay yeah okay so that's all i got cool uh folks um i have been posting uh pictures with and of the fold on my Instagram at Zenokami. Uh, if you have any questions, pop over there. You can also email it us uh, email us questions uh, at afterdark uh, at essenceofzen.org, or you can tweet at us with at eozafterdark. If you have any questions about uh, excuse me the phone, the screens, the software, apps that run on it, etc. Uh, yeah. Oh, and I guess also a, 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 talking about this for like long times already, longer than I want to. Um, the, 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 the beans, dude, the beans are actually really nice. The earbuds. Uh, how's the sound is isolation? Um, actually I, I prefer these over a lot of other type of, um, earbuds because they can seal relatively well if you, you know, put them in correctly or put them in just the right way, but they leave enough ambient, uh, or I will say ambient, enough 
pass through that I can mm-hmm. still hear enough of my surroundings. But I can always activate the active noise cancelization to make mm-hmm. it even more, you know, dim of closing off the outside world. You still have stuff that pass through, but not not a lot of it. And um, hmm. yeah, okay. man, it's, okay. it's just it's, they're, they're they're also just just comfortable for me personally. I have different size ears and, and ear ear canals, um, and these like the the right one feels looser than the left. But I shook my head. They didn't fly out. I I turned sideways. Okay. They didn't fly out. Uh, I jogged with them. They didn't fly out. So they feel pretty secure, man. I they did a good job with these uh these beans. And for those who are listening, they're called the Samsung Galaxy Buds Live. I call them the 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 beans. They look like beans. They look like kidneys. Just call them beans. Samsung <laughs> <like> beans. <laughs> Can I have some beans, sir? Those are some expensive beans. But yeah. Beans. The magical fruit. <laughs> uh, I was supposed to be looking at some articles to bring up for the NVIDIA arm deal. Um, but I guess like just just to, to for you guys to know, um, NVIDIA is buying arm for forty billion dollars. More billions than I have. <laughs> Specifically, it's forty billion more than more. <laughs> forty million more than I do. Uh, apparently, though, they might hit a snag when it comes to something related to China. Um, my apologies for the show. I I don't have the knowledge, of, you know, beforehand. I'm just literally looking at this, and it's like related to tightening U.S. Which actually, tangent time, dude. Have you been keeping up with the the buzz around Huawei as well? Uh no, no I haven't. I haven't got on Huawei. Wait, I'm sorry, not not Huawei. Uh, uh TikTok. TikTok, uh, so a lot changed with that thing. Uh, was it? it was supposed to like be next over the weekend, and then that didn't. Ha- well, not this weekend, but like the weekend it was supposed to happen, and then uh, it didn't because then it got overturned, and then uh, TikTok's like, no, we'd rather like disappear. We don't want to work with Oracle. So far, it's been terrible because uh, I think it was Oracle's majority stakeholder. Then it was Microsoft. And then some other third company also had a stake in it. Like, no, we don't want to be controlled by the American companies. We'd rather die. And then, because um, they were going to convert it from TikTok to TikTok Global or something like that. And that was going to that was going to be what was going to work in America. In China, it's only called TikTok or something else. Yeah, that's that's as far as I know. I don't know if there's been any more development besides that. Last I heard, like apparently the U.S. came to an agreement with the company. Um, and essentially, not much has changed from their original standings. So I, I think it is Oracle. Oracle will still be a shareholder, but only like a very small percent. And they don't really mm. have a, like any powerhouse to make any demands or changes related to the, to the application. The data is stored where it has always been stored in, in the U.S. Like no, nothing really has changed. And like the U.S. is going, OK, you're never OK with it. And it's like, so what, what, what was the problem? What was the initial issue? Because like literally nothing has changed aside from now a U.S. company has you know quote unquote uh, like two two or three percent a share share in it. I I'm I'm, I'm at a loss. Like what what was the threat? And has it has and if you because like you know originally they were saying they don't want the the, the the Chinese government to have a backdoor into the U.S. citizens' data. But nothing has changed related to how that data is being managed, where it's being stored, and who owns it. So, well, uh, well, hmm. Did the shareholders kind of change the 
the ownership of it. I'd say probably a little bit. Maybe not a lot, considering Oracle's not the not I the mean, biggest shareholder, right? It's still yeah. TikTok Global. Yeah, so like, I mean, maybe in terms of like literally who who owns it, the U.S. now has like some some stake on it. But like, if there still exists a backdoor, if there still exists spying, having Oracle in on the board or, or whatever, holding some shares, is not going to stop the the the, the backdoors or the, the sharing information or the spying. <laughs> true, true. I don't know what the threat was and like what changed or, 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 you know, maybe the deal fell out again, you know, while I've not been caught up. Cause I got, this is from like a couple of weeks ago. So, yeah. I, oh, my bad. I'm sorry. I just, I just thought about the deal and I thought about like, you know, the, the TikTok deal going on with it. I was like, what, what is going on anymore? You know, uh, there's a, what's the other one? Um, WeChat. Is that one still here? I don't know. I remember that one was uh, gonna face the hammer too. Uh, oh. I kept up on that one. Weird times, man. Weird times. But in general, I, I I don't know if we talked about this uh, our last podcast together. But did, did we did we mention about Nvidia and, and ARM? I don't believe we did. Okay. No. So l- l- let me ask you, what, how do you feel about Nvidia potentially buying out uh, ARM? Uh, I don't know. I don't feel I don't feel strongly one way or the other. I don't think they'll ruin ARM. Um, I think they see or they have a very good potential of adding to it because well, it's they have a need to create a lot of low-powered, very simple hardware. They make a lot of video cards. Mm, yeah. I, I, what's what's your thoughts on it? Um, I, I'm in, I'm in, I'm in two camps. One is far bigger than the other. Um, so I, I, I guess off the bat, I do have some concerns, and this actually isn't Nvidia's fault, nor is it actually an issue with the deal within itself. Um, but it's it's more along the lines of like repeated or an increase in stories like this, in particular for this year, right? So you know, gaming wise, Microsoft has, has bought. Zenimax, which you know owns Bethesda, so you know basically Microsoft has picked up a lot of game studios. Uh, same oh yeah, thing with, about Bethesda. Yeah, yeah. So, I mean that, that big news, right? You know, but in general, so we we also saw Sony. You know, maybe that was like last year or a few years ago, but you know Sony has also bought in the past, you know, a bunch of studios specifically to have under Sony's umbrella. Now we have mm-hmm. Nvidia buying ARM. We've had, um, uh, you know. Oracle, Microsoft, etc. Try to get TikTok. Essentially, I'm seeing a lot of really big companies trying to gobble up a lot of big, popular platforms or toolage or other companies in general, which is not out of the norm. But I think for 2020, is has been very active in in that that pattern. And I think in terms of my concerns, it it doubles because we've seen a lot of companies. On the, on the verge of you know bankruptcy, going out of business, uh, losing out on um, income, so they're firing off and laying off staff. And so when you have a bunch of big companies, Microsoft, Amazon, Apple, Google, you know, et cetera, being able to come in and swoop in and grab a lot of these popular trends, the, these, these top echelon platforms and tools that a lot of users go to as like the one thing within that genre, it worries me because it feels like, you know, we're getting to, close to that cyberpunk level of corporations run everything. But again, 
nothing against NVIDIA. I actually think this is a good move for them. NVIDIA is more than just GPUs and more than just graphics processing. They also do a lot of like uh, artificial intelligence. You know, back in the day, they actually were partnered with Tesla to help them build their um, self-driving features. Tesla has since gone to do their own thing, you know, but hey, mm -hmm. we might have an NVIDIA car in the next 10 years, which would be incredibly weird, actually, as I said it out loud, but Maybe they're trying to do this to, to, to have like their AI be the self-driving system for the future BMW self-driving cars, the future Ford self-driving cars. Yeah, no one knows. But ARM is big, and ARM is going into Apple computers now. So Nvidia is going to be in the center of like a lot of transactions. Yeah, yeah. Was ARM struggling before this? Why did they sell out? Um, I don't. I don't think they were struggling. I I I, I, I do not know. Because if they were, you know, I think you can make the argument of like, well, you know, if they're struggling, like if video buys them out, they kind of just saved all those jobs, you know? Yeah. Yeah. But I don't know. I haven't really dived into into uh, ARM's current standings. Yeah, it's, I don't know. It, 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 it's, it's weird. It's cool. I think it's fine. I have no intentions of throwing gasoline on a small fire if that fire even exists i do not want to have california move over into the nvidia that's, that's insensitive let me let me not say that um but yeah I'm, I'm not trying to start anything by it's just one of those things where like 2020 has been weird um companies have been weird lately uh in general things has been, has been weird and so i'm like oh this is cool do i have to worry about something kind of thing you know uh-huh yeah. Speaking of things Qualcomm to be worried, say what? Huh? No, I was just I was just looking at Qualcomm's page. With Qualcomm uses ARM, but they make the Snapdragon series. Uh, I don't know. I don't know what that means. <laughs> Who does? I was wondering if the, like the chips will get better on Qualcomm or something. They should. They they, they they honestly should. I, I I don't I don't see why they why they wouldn't. I don't you know yeah unless they start pulling some weird BS and some weird red tape, they should legitimately get noticeably better. But who knows? You want to know who should be getting better, but rarely ever is, <laughs> Lewis. <laughs> I think I know the answer to this one. <laughs> oh, Google, 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 Google. What's going okay. on here? Okay, so on our docket, uh, I want to talk about Gmail Go, which, with in all honesty, is actually fine. So Gmail Go is essentially is a, is a very lightweight version of Gmail that is supposed to be utilized for their Google was it Google One or or hold on, let me uh, inbox. Is that what you're referring to? No, 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 no. So like Google starting an initiative to have like some very low power devices that can still feel fast and snappy for areas mm. like India and like low income markets across the world. Um, yeah. Hold on. Let me see. Uh, nearly three years back, Google introduced the first go versions of some of its most popular apps optimized for Android go. Oh, I guess it's, I thought it was Android one in the past. Well, let me go phones, uh, affordable Android phones are going to be called Android go phones, you know, by Google signed off, etc. They're going to have low-end specs, handsets, uh, starter, or backup phone. So, oh, okay, so this actually might be really great for uh, kids as well. Um, an, an example of one of their Go phones is apparently the Ule phone. Ule, 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 U-L-E-F-O-N-E. Ule phone. Ule phone. Note 7. Ule. 
Uli, 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 Uli. Uli, Uli, Rogan everywhere. <laughs> yeah, that's like what I was thinking. Oh, my God. I'll think about the uh, the American Dad episode in particular, where they're all in the room. Just, okay. okay. Anyway. <laughs> oh, yeah. $81 for this phone. This phone actually looks really nice. Uh, let me, I'll, I'll copy a picture and put it in the, uh, I got a phone chat. in my room. Yeah. Uh, no, not not. I don't want. I didn't mean to post the honey picture. I want. Oh my god. Okay, copy image. There we go. This is the Ule phone or the Uli. I don't know. And I say Ule because I think of uh, the ukulele, which a lot of people call the ukulele, but it's it's ukulele. Uli, Ule, Ule phone. <laughs> oh, now you're getting, now you're getting very French. With the Ule, Ule, I kind of like that camera array set up right there. It's it's simple. Yeah, kind of looks like he's got like a messed up eye or something, though. <laughs> <laughs> you don't want to see what I've seen. <laughs> Reminds me of uh, the movie, uh, is it Gaul or the Legends of Gaul, the Owls? Mm, yeah, the Owl. Yeah, the hero at the uh, towards the end was just like, you know, oh, you're the you're, you, you, this very small, scarred, decrepit owl. It's the great hero that everyone goes. He got the, the one blind eye. He's like, uh, heroes rarely live up to the uh, the legends or something like that. Oh, that was so great. Shout out to Zack Snyder who uh, directed that movie, by the way. Mm. Uh, so anyway, yeah. So Google is, is releasing the Gmail Go for their low powered phones, which I'm all good for. I'm, I really, I am. But you want to know what would be nice if 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 you could just have it all kind of seam, seamlessly put, as in like your apps are super optimized, or just have the initial environment. Maybe, maybe that's asking for too much in a very fragmented market and ecosystem that Android is. Maybe I'm wrong, you know, in 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 that approach. I don't know. Hmm. Nah, I'm never wrong. The kids, it's the, it's the kids who are wrong. <laughs> <The kids. laughs> I don't know, man. Um, so actually, I, I can say nothing wrong with Gmail Go. I welcome this app for especially for users who may want like a very affordable phone for their grand their grandparents, their young kids, etc. They don't have to wait like thirty seconds for the app to load, you know, etc. Um, mm-hmm. But but Google in general, uh, you know, they they've been. <laughs> They they killed off um uh uh what's called Google Dream, or uh, Dream Saver or what was the their their, their VR thing? Ah, um, I know exactly what we're talking about. Not... Dreamscape, or no? Just I think it's no, just it's Google Glass Vision, Google Cardboard, Google. It's, Google... It, it's a part of Google Cardboard, but like the app itself, I think it was called Google Dreams. Let me, yeah. Oh, oh no, daydream. Google daydream. Daydream. Okay. Yeah. So the little headset. Yeah. Or just the... okay. I think they they like they officially officially put the final pin. So like, in general, Google has no more plans as of right now to do any virtual reality kind of stuff right now. So and interesting. I feel bad because like I, I I've heard other um people complain saying no one. I, I think it was actually Linus. I heard a clip. And they say, you know, no one would have done this because it's um it's not comfortable. Wait, files are too powerful. Oh, it's too big of a file. You know what? Screw you then. I'm just going to open the picture and I'm going to do uh, uh, shift windows S. And I'm just going to take a snippet. 
and let that low res snippet not be the pain in my 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 tuchus. Or just resave it like three times. <laughs> <laughs> Curse damage. But no, like, yeah. that 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 looks fine to me. I, I I'm not I'm not a big advocate or a fan of VR. I, I, I hope I hope it continues to expand. I hope it continues to grow. But if I could turn if I could put my phone in a simple little box, put it on my head, have it not weigh a ton, which I don't think these did, uh, and then be able to like watch movies like in this weird realm or or you know see some cool things like stargazing. That's cool. I I mean it's it may not be the most practical it may not be the most used thing out there, but. People were saying like, "Oh, you're good. It, it sucks. It, it was stupid." Like, nah, it was actually kind of cool. I, and I actually have a, a different off-brand, you know, put your cell phone into the device and strap it to your head gear that I got from some type of vendor uh, a year or two ago. Um, but yeah, no, I, eh, I'm kind of sad. I mean, I'm not, I'm not crying. <laughs> I'm not dying over this news, but I don't know. Eh. Another one from Google Bucks to Dust, I guess. It's your fault, Zane. You should have bought fifty of them. <laughs> <laughs> you're not wrong yeah. Lewis. that's uh, uh unfortunate but it's like eh, it's google they're gonna kill off things not entirely surprised right but see here's also the kicker so um and i i don't have it on the docket because i i found out about it a little bit late but google has released a new form of like chromecast or something along mm-hmm. that, that lines and it, oh right that's right yeah android tv what do you think about it? or google tv um did they read it? I, I, they I did. Surprised. <laughs> <laughs> I saw myself like, did they? Like, no, they probably did. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So, so Google TV is is the new thing, and it's basically a rebranding of Android TV. So, ah, man, that, that <laughs> and then their stupid like nasty branding of their smart home thing. It's like, man, just <laughs> anyway. Did you, did you check it out? What do you think about it? It looks kind of neat. Um, it's kind of like a competitor, I think, to the 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 apple version the apple tv yeah um i think it's pretty neat looking um i haven't looked much into it but i'm assuming it still has casting capabilities yes in addition to the ability to just pull up apps on there um i guess like netflix and youtube i see them prominently yes. displaying on there so it looks pretty neat um because sometimes i've been wanting to pause things on my tv and uh <laughs> Crap, where's my phone? I guess if there's a remote, that's another thing I could lose and you know try to look for as well. So it might be, might be a plus. Definitely, I'm <clears throat> I'm I'm happy with it. I, I dig it. I I I don't have a need to pick one up now anymore. And, and so here's actually the thing. I, I I've I've went one direction within the last three. Not the band. I've left that band a long time ago. Small small joke because Zayn Malik left the the band, uh, One Direction a while ago or whatever. Um, <laughs> anyway, um, I have three smart TVs. I have one Samsung TV. That's no, actually, no, no. I got two smart TVs and one normal dumb TV. So I got one Samsung smart TV and I have a, a TCL or TLC, TCL, uh, Roku smart TV. And I, I, I do quote unquote nice. smart, you know, yeah. uh, the other TV, we use a, uh, an, an Amazon fire stick to have that mm-hmm. content. I am now in, in in 2020 in the day and age of no TV needs to be smart. None, right? Okay. And why? Why? This might just be me and a little bit like of a, a you know sprinkle a little salt of paranoia. 
I don't like the fact that people want to put microphones and things in TVs. Do they have microphones actually? I thought they were just on the remote. Mine don't, but there are some that that do. And as I look for you know for to new twenty twenty one smart TVs and etc. or even twenty twenty smart TVs, there are an increasing amount of TVs that have built in microphones in them. You can still use the remote for some, but they will still have TV mics as well. Interesting. Interesting. And and also in general, like I will, I I I got I got this from Wendell from a uh, level one tech. And he mm-hmm. says, um, you know, there there is no need for my TV to require internet connection. And that dawned on me. Because part of me goes, well, you know, I do like watching YouTube on my TV. I do like having Hulu on my TV. I do like having all these other things on my TV. But then I also mm-hmm. looked at the price comparison between a normal, dumb, you know, 4K television and then a 4K smart television. And there's like actually a, a decent chunk of change add it to the difference and i go well you know no i could buy a stupid tv that's that has great picture and then buy a 50 dollar chromecast or like now this 50 dollar google tv thing or mm-hmm. a uh, uh 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 nvidia shield box or an android box or just get a god uh, uh excuse me a god dang uh, uh mini pc you know and 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 just put some stuff on it and, and have all the internet access that I need that I could easily unplug from the ethernet cable or, you know, just disconnect this and just be done with it. Or, and, mm. I, and I don't have to worry about outdated updates or outdated apps or, you know, security vulnerabilities and etc. on a TV. I agree with you, but like with different reasons, except for our last one, right? That's, that's kind of the main reason I, I agree with you because I just if something's old, I want to kind of just replace that one module, hence the Chromecast, if we want to use that example, and just chuck that thing away and then just upgrade to a newer version that's going to get updates or it's going to have you know the newer, fancier, faster Wi-Fi that you know works with my router instead of having to lower everything down to the capacity of my TV, which I don't want to just throw away because you know costing an arm and a leg. <laughs> my and then TV. the other thing too. Mm-hmm. Huh? Go ahead. I, the other thing was, uh, I've been hearing reports, uh, just in various blogs and everything, about how their uh, Samsung smart TVs are, uh, I don't know if it's LG, but their uh, Google Google, um, Google TVs will just show them ads. I'm like, what? <laughs> <laughs> what the heck, man? <laughs> like, I, I kind of got away from uh, DirecTV, uh, <laughs> Dish Network, and all that because of all the stupid ads. And then I have Piehole on my server. I mean, it might block those ads. But like, why am I paying all this extra money? For you guys to just keep on making more money through through ads, I thought I kind of paid you enough already that you guys don't have to like monetize it. Kind of like the thing with uh, like the the Kindle if you've ever bought that, or I think one of the Fire devices. How if you like don't pay as much mm-hmm. instead of paying like the extra fifty bucks or something, they give you ads. Like, well, come on, man, what, what gives? I feel like this is a premium device. I still pump an ad through it. <laughs> That's the other reason I don't want to do is like, no, I don't want to support this trend. Just give me a stupid TV and I'll wire however I want to. Pretty much, man. So. Yeah, that that that's. Uh, I guess if if anyone takes anything away from this episode of the podcast, buy buy a really good dumb TV with great picture, lightweight, um, big in size, save a lot of money, and then just get a Google TV, get a Amazon Fire Stick, get a Roku uh, stick, get a uh, an Apple TV, or just get a a a, a, a Nook and and plug those in, and, and and then have your wildest dreams come true. You know, I can't wait to get a house, Lewis. I, I I want to start setting up my own smart house. I want to have all of my hand-picked devices 
want to have all my hand-picked modules. I want to try to program everything to work together. It's going to be so fun and aggravating. I'm probably going to <laughs> drunk text you a lot of, of, of swears and curse words when that time comes. <laughs> Lewis, don't everybody this one and this one. <laughs> Apparently, there's some undocumented feature where they don't work well together. <laughs> uh gonna be a it's gonna be a trip if we don't die to some type of comet or meteor or the explosion of uh, uh was it Ye- yellowstone yellowstone i don't know something uh, going no. on yellowstone uh, no, uh, yeah, the, the national park yeah i'm sorry yeah uh, so you know yellowstone is a is essentially a um it's not active i think no a, a dormant volcano oh yeah, yeah, yeah i know what you're talking about now yeah and so someone said if it ever did erupt, like if it ever went active and then erupt, um, it would actually take out a large part of the country. Huh. Yeah. Where's where's it located again? It is in uh, I'm just trying to see if I'm safe. Wyoming? Uh, oh, you know, I, yeah, I, I think I think I think I think you're good. I think you sh- you should be good, I think. I don't know. Let me see. If I, um if Yellowstone erupts, map kills on. There we go. Wow, I'm so Oh, by the way, I'm not googling. I'm 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 ducking. Just duck it. Sorry, Just I want, duck it. Want to give them some uh, some love. Yeah, Wyoming. It's, uh... Oh, never mind. No, we are not. Saying... <laughs> eh. Eh. I think it'll be fine. There's some lakes there to stop the <laughs> slow it down, slow down the blast. There's a forest there. There's Phoenix above me that helps soften the blow. I'll be all right. Oh, he busted the zone. <laughs> oh, actually, I... Do they account for elevation? I don't know. <laughs> I, 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 I think I'll be all right. Actually, dude, I think Georgia is like... I, I, I think Georgia is safe. Like, I'm looking at the, the state. It's like only a, a bit of the top is in that in that zone. Yeah, I think you're fine. Oh it, might, it might also change its wind direction whatever yeah know. oh you know like the fallout oh, i guess it. it's not ra- i yeah. guess it's not radiation it's just like what just smoke? dust and yeah you know uh, and, and I, I guess air quality will go down um debris by washington yeah <laughs> but um but yeah oh wow oh oh let me i was going to say some things but i don't i don't want to give um terrorists any idea <laughs> Terrorists, if you're watching this, please subscribe. <laughs> you're, gonna, you're gonna have the FBI emailing us, dude. like, uh, "Hey, I, I know you guys are joking, uh, but like, cut it out." <laughs> oh my FBI god! FBI wants to know more information. <laughs> I love those memes. Uh, I'm sorry, I, 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 I can't control myself. I looked. I was like, "Oh yeah, we should be fine," and I like it. Literally takes out ninety plus, like nine, more than ninety percent of the entire country and part of Canada too. Oh my god! I'm sorry, that was hilarious. Ugh. This is why I live in Georgia, though. Elevation. What's the elevation of Wyoming? <laughs> elevation of Wyoming. I'm trying to figure out if we're lower or higher. So blast happens up, you know, higher. If it's in the bowl. <laughs> I'll figure it out later. I'll let you guys know. Oh man, season two. Yeah, yeah. Which I, I, I will say this now. Um, I'm trying to plan out some visual setups for season two, so we can actually have video releases and audio. Don't play an ad of some lady doing duck kissy. Fa- oh my god, Instagram. I'm not even gonna plug her name. That 
let me not say anything mean. Um, anyway, uh, they have some visual releases alongside the audio only releases. Um, but I'm, I'm, I'm still, I don't have it all the way down yet, but I, I should have it at least figured out uh, for next year. But yeah, that's why um, Google's been weird. Anyway, <laughs> um, Apple News. So we talked about this a while ago, how like after one event, um, they were going to, you know, they, they, they couldn't bring the iPhone 12 uh, as fast as they wanted to for a release date. So they pushed it back and was going to have multiple uh, not, yeah, conferences or presentations or whatever you want to call it. And I think I told you, I'm tired of like so many presentations or conferences going on within just one year. Like I, I don't need four or five different events, you know, month to month to month from the same company. It's a, it's a bit annoying. Just if, if you if you have to wait, okay, save it all to the end of the year and then just give me this mortgage board. Mortgage board. Haven't heard that word in a while. <laughs> but I, I, I get I get why they do it because marketing wise, and it's it's a smart strategic move in terms of marketing, uh, getting out into the the the, the brain space of the users and being able to capitalize on individual products during those product or that products or those products, I guess. Um, uh, release frame so this way you can give 100% attention to your Apple Watch and then for this upcoming event next week you can give all your Mm -hmm. attention to the iPhone 12 and that way you can basically maximize people's thoughts to go buy this then that rather than saying this one event I have three devices to show you and then someone goes I think I'm going to only get this one or I'm only going to worry about this one I don't know man I just like Cut through all that crap for me and just give me everything on a silver platter for me all taking it at once. I'm gonna gorge it. I'm gonna binge it like I'm I'm binging something from Netflix. Mm. <laughs> uh, nothing better than a nice, hot, moist iPhone 12. <laughs> Sorry, that was kind of weird. Where, where are they planning for the iPhone 12? Any any rumors? Any leaks on that? Man, on it's, it's been so much. Like, so, uh, I, I believe one of the ideas is like a faster chip, uh, a little bit more RAM, um, better screens. Uh, I think the design is going to stay relatively the same as the as iPhone 11s. Um, no, I, th- I think that there is one. I, I think there was like rumors of a fingerprint sensor on the back in the Apple logo, but I don't know if that's been confirmed or anything. I know that'd be cool. Dude, like people have been asking that for years. It's the, per- <laughs> the, it's the perfect spot. I don't understand. In- anyway, I don't either. Like it's they, they went from having the whole uh, touch ID and then they removed that after ha- having it for like one generation. They did the face ID. Like, eh, I guess it's still kind of iffy and like it could be fast feel just with like your finger. Just take advantage of like that little logo right there. You guys don't do anything with it. Like people have been modding it to just like glow or do something. You guys don't do anything with it. It's just kind of annoying to me. Anyway, whatever. I don't know. Own an iPhone <laughs> for other reasons, but that's just one, one thing I find annoying. I do. I totally agree with you. Um, I'm looking at some of the key facts apparently that, that we know now. Uh, apparently it's going to be expected to be around 615, which isn't bad, but I think that's like for the normal iPhone 12, not like the iPhone 12 Pro or Max or X, whatever they call the bigger one or the more powerful one. Um, I think there are rumors to also have like the smaller version of like, you know how the original they used to have like the, the SE. Yeah. I think they're now going to rope all of their smaller devices into just the mini umbrella, like the iPad mini. They're going to have, you know, I think no, they, they released the new one or showcase the new one called iPad mini. So I think they're also going to have the iPhone mini 
or the iPhone number mini or something along those lines. Mm, Which, weird. Yeah, but like I honestly, I, I think that that would be better if you have if, if you have your normal sizes that people will say I want a smaller version. Just well, get get the mini, the, not not the the twelve XL or no, sorry, the twelve Pro, uh, Super Max, uh, uh, SE or Fan Edition <laughs> or or some, some, some throwing some shade at uh Samsung there, uh, or whatever. Just the mini. It's clear. It's cut. You know what it is. It's the mini version of that phone. So, <clears throat> my opinions at least. Yeah, I mean, I was just going to say using up the crate too. They're like in similar version or similar size in dimensions. Uh, but one has better hardware, you know? That's kind of something you can't do now. Yeah, good point. Now you have to go with the plus plus model if you want to uh, <laughs> get the bigger, get more, get better specs, right? Yeah. Literally, people would be saying the big, bigger the better. <laughs> this actually is a bit. If this end up does happening, or this, if this does, end, well, actually, it's been happening for Apple for a minute now, but people have talked about how. In the past, Apple would give you the iPhone. Like, this version of the iPhone, it, it is what it is. And you go, okay. And it is what it is. Yeah. But now we have, like, three or four different versions of the iPhone, you know, per, per generation. And people are saying, you know, once upon a time, that would, that would be unheard of because it, it would be too much like what goes on with the Android ecosystem where, you know, the naming gets a bit weird because Samsung has, like, that Sam, Samsung S20. The S20 5G, yep. the S20 Max, the S20 Max 5G, the S20 Fan Edition. There might be an S20 Fan Edition 5G and all these other things, you know. And personally, I like that because, again, I have the options uh, in front of me now. Granted, pros and cons with everything you choose, I can completely understand the idea of having just a simple, here are your phones, you can like one, two, or three from Apple instead of saying you have one through eight selections from Apple. But you know it is what it is, and 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 I I I don't know is, is Apple gonna make that more regular or just try to keep it down to simple three device? I I don't know. I, I I don't I don't know. Nor nor do I really care. <laughs> I, to be honest with you, what I do like about it though is that it does create those different price levels now. Like what is it like a a lower end iPhone now will cost you five hundred dollars. Before that would have been kind of unheard of. Now it's kind of more affordable. Oh, dude! I just I just found speaking on on those prices and uh, uh, sorry to burst your, burst your bubble. Uh, so from a Twitter account called Apple Rumors, and I, I, I this is also where, not not from this particular um, account. I think there's also some other places with more credible sources. But apparently, so they're, yeah, they're going to have the 12 Mini, which is going to be a 5.4 inch phone. The smallest um, size or, or configuration will be 64 gigs at 650 dollars. <laughs> for the mini <laughs> with 64 mm. gigs of storage <laughs> well they used to have one that was 500 well i guess not 500 i'm looking at the site now and it's actually 400 so it's 100 cheaper Ooh. the iphone se but i guess not uh, not anymore they might keep it alive i'm not sure they they tend to just nix things out i've been now for a while but they might still keep it who knows yeah and also going to my rant about like a lot of different options and choices as well I don't dig the, the 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 various size configurations for phones now. So like to, to give you the full list from the Apple Rumors tweet, so you got you got your twelve the iPhone twelve mini, your five point four inch phone. You got a sixty four config, six fifty dollars, one hundred and twenty eight gigs for seven hundred dollars, uh, a two hundred and fifty six gigs for eight hundred dollars. Okay, off the bat for that size or for like the lower end version or quote unquote lower end, uh, for those sizes, hell no. No, 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 no. And in general, a 64 gig 
options should not exist anymore. Your flat out basis should at least start at least at 128, but in all honesty, your smallest should be 256. For all phones in 2020 or 2021 going forward, 256 need to be your smallest size option givable. Like it's, it's no, no, no excuses. No excuses. Ah. Give me a sec, measure my phone size. <laughs> I'm I'm a 64, but then again, mine's uh, I think two years old now, so it's yeah. a bit more dated. But, uh, I don't know. I'm pretty happy with 64. I don't. So, yeah, like, <laughs> kind of the only thing I save is just memes. Go ahead. There is no. It's not saying that you can't make you can't be fine with 64 gigs. I just think for price, as into the increase or the the growth of the technology behind storage, especially flash storage, um, like the the. There's, there's, there's just no reason to not have something bigger to be your default sizes now. Aside, aside from you know pinching pennies and whatnot for 2020, but yeah. Oh yeah, yeah. No, I get what you're saying. I was just checking to, to see how much I actually use because I think uh, I frequently hit like about half, maybe about 60, 60 percent max on my phone, and then I just uh, do the whole Google Photos upload, and then I'm you know back to like 20 percent usage. So 64 is pretty good for me. I, I think it was at 32 where I was kind of struggling. Yeah. To uh, to keep things free, you know, to get that freaking warning, uh, <laughs> that warning frequently. Um, so hey, you feel some space, man. But uh, I think sixty four is a good sweet spot for me. Anything other than that is a uh, gravy for me. Just means I could just uh, record longer, you know, with all these four K cameras now. Oh man, I forgot some phone was like gonna have eight K recording or something, and I'm like, ah, okay, whatever. Gimmick. Uh, it's gonna get. Nice and warm. <laughs> it's it's going to blow up. Gonna Show your battery. <laughs> Perfect for winter nights. <laughs> Basically, a little space heater in your hand. Oh, God. I mean, look, you know, I want to see that technology come to phones, not not to actually use, but just, just to say, like, hey, we've advanced to the point where we can now fit this much power in such a small device. Like, that's the only, like pro i have from something like that but to actually sell that to consumers as a a pitch or as a like oh yeah man you gotta have this 8k recording camera on your smartphone no no you don't no you don't if you want it you know cool your decision but like no 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 oem no company should like market it towards consumers as this gotta have i'm sorry you just don't don't do that don't 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 be a phallus anyway (laughs) for the normal iPhone 12 is apparently going to be 6.1 inch, right? Or inches, sorry. And from 64 gigs, you got $750. For 128, you have $800. 256 gigs, $900. Then you're going to have the 12 Pro, which is still 6.1 inches. And your, oh, okay, so yeah, no, so the, the starting size for this one is apparently going to be 128 gigs for $1,000. 256 gigs for $1,100 and then half a terabyte for $1,300. And then finally, finally, you got your 12 Pro Max edition, which is your 6.7 inches, baby. Your 6.7. Oh, I bet you get all the Tinder replies, don't you, Mr. Oh 12 God. Pro Max? Sorry. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> Damn. Save some drippings <laughs> for the rest of us, man. <laughs> 128 gigs, $1,100. 256 gigs, $1,200. Half a terabyte, $1,400. So, woo. Yeah. At that point, I'd rather just buy like a, a MacBook if I was in that crowd. 
you know yeah they're not really doing doing anything new i could i could see the the price justification for like a fold right that's a whole new whole new ground but something for like an iphone like eh, i'm just dragging my feet at that point it's basically the same thing it's, you know more room room more pixels <laughs> Yeah, I, I I I don't I don't I don't I don't I don't know where they want to go with um a lot of Apple devices lately because it's 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 just um I don't I don't I don't know what they really have to offer. I mean, because like they're you know, hands down, they have a really great ecosystem in terms of how how everything is optimized, how everything is quote unquote safe. I will argue they're safer in some some regards, but in, in general, sure, whatever. But like I don't understand like the the price is like ah, I I I don't know I I think I've ranted and soaped on that soapbox a lot when it comes to Apple's decisions and etc. But you know speaking on prices and things from Apple, uh, Proton Mail uh, CEO decided to say that um, Apple's uh, kind of like a mafia. They 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 extort uh, other companies like a mafia. So uh, Proton is throwing some shade at Apple. Hey, do you use Proton Mail by the way? Uh, I do. I do use Proton. I recently switched. I made it my main. I want to say about a month or two ago. So it's fairly recent. How you, how you liking it so far? Um, I, I'm appreciating it. Uh, it doesn't have as many features as I thought it would. But I was coming from an area where I moved two accounts over, and I wanted to have like a like a unified email, and they don't have that feature enabled. I've talked to their support team, and they're saying that they've been wanting to do that for a while. So they don't have a way to do it securely, hence why it's kind of been taking a while. And it'll probably take them a bit longer to implement something like that where they could have a shared email that kind of splits it off. Um, the proper term is called bounces email to two different addresses. Because I want to create like a family email address where you just kind of have bills and everything just kind of sent to like two <laughs> email addresses. Yeah. Um, but that, that'd be my only gripe. Uh, I've been liking it. Their app's pretty, pretty slick. There's a new redesign coming down. Um, so that's, I've been digging it. That was pretty cool. Good to know. Um, and for, for listeners out there who do not know, Proton Mail is essentially a very um, secure first, like, you know, security first um, minded uh, email platform and system for various different devices uh, and like, browsers too. Uh, I do highly recommend you go check them out if you are curious or more concerned when it comes to your privacy, your security, um, and just if, if you're just savvy about keeping your data yours. I highly recommend you go check them out. It's not sponsored, because um, <laughs> you know we're 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 not we're not classy enough to be sponsored by anybody. Um, oh, so just to just to throw it out there, I'm reviewing the the professional plan. That's the one I'm on. Ooh. So the, the features in that's here. Neat. Okay, look, I'm gonna have to bug you about that. You might have to get that written to like a document and actually you know <laughs> share, share share with the people. Uh, but but yeah, uh, t- to the story. Yeah, Proton Mail CEO basically was saying it's essentially due to what uh, Epic has been fighting with uh, Apple with recently about like the thirty percent surcharge on uh, in-app purchases and etc. Uh, Proton basically says like yeah, they they are a bit extortioning. Now I've gone on the podcast before and talked about how look, it's Apple's market, it's, it's Apple's environment. They built the, the infrastructure and they they said you are welcome to come here so long as you follow by our rules. So in, in general, at the end of the day, I do think Apple has more freeway or, or more hearsay or I guess more say so in what they do with their environment. You don't like it. You can't go somewhere else. However, I do think there is still a valid point to be made to discuss how Apple does its business when it says 
hey, our phone, our environment, our, our ecosystem, our wall garden, um, and we won't let you do anything else with the device that you bought. That means if you want to have a different Apple uh, store to get apps from, no. Even if you bought your device and you own it, I'm not going to let you do what you want with it. That's where I think a lot of the discussion can kind of circle around in terms of there's no uh, natural alternatives. As in with Android, you can just turn on, uh, download, or install APKs from quote-unquote untrusted sources and then go to... Or, or, it, it, it can actually still be trusted. You know, uh, Samsung has their own app store. Amazon has their own app store. And Android, it's possible. I dig it. I, I welcome that type of freedom. Again, I typically stick to the Play Store, but I am happy I have the option to go somewhere else if I want to with my phone that I bought and that I own. But yeah, anyway, see, the Proton Mail basically goes like, um, he says that his company is not the only one to suffer Apple's strong arm tactics, uh, but have been afraid to speak out about it until now. Epic, you know, stirring up a lot of the, a lot of talk amongst other companies who are feeling the same way. I also, you know, said this once and I'll say it again. Epic is not doing this for you users. You may be able to benefit some outcomes that may come out from it, but Epic is not a hero. Oh, I, I guess, or, you know, technically they can still be a hero even if they're not doing it for you, but like, don't see them as some type of savior on a white horse coming down like Gandalf coming at the right time, specifically to reach down a hand to lift you up specifically. They're not doing that. Just, 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 just sorry to ruin your daydream, whatever, uh, 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 you know, I got family, family friendly. Let me, let me not get overly, um, suggestive with these daydreams or these night dreams that when you wake up with, uh, uh, I was going to say WAP. But <laughs> <laughs> I was like, where are we going? Anyway. Anyway. So essentially, um, the, 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 the CEO basically just accuses the company of using um, the rules that Apple set in place as quote-unquote weapons to force competitors into less favorable situations. So, and again, I, I, I agree with that notion. Yeah, it's their playground, their rules, their house, their umbrella, etc. But if you welcome someone to your house, you don't got to say, okay, now put on this maid outfit and clean my kitchen. Nah. Nah. Nah, nah. Nah, 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 nah. So, yeah. I'd say, uh, all right, just just keep doing your thing, Apple. I'd say it's kind of they're, they're digging their own grave. Um, well, the, the crappy thing about this is if, um, well... Well, let's say Google started doing this, right? Mm-hmm. ProtonMail could just be like, okay, cool. Just download our app through, you know, our website and then, just, you know, install from unknown sources and boom, there you go. You have our app. We'll make it available through Android or something like that. Some third party um, market, app marketplace. With Apple, uh, <laughs> that whole ecosystem is a bit more locked down. You can't install third party apps. They all have to come through the Apple store. So Apple's a seller the sole gatekeeper there. So I'm thinking, all right, I mean, the people who use ProtonMail and things like that, they're kind of more security and freedom-minded, so I think you're going to end up pissing them off eventually to the point that they're going to want to end up switching to, like, Android. Like, you guys are just kind of pissing off, like, your own customers. Yep. And the the thing with that, too, is, so you can end up pissing off customers, and they're also pissing off developers, because here's, here's another thing that I did not originally know, right? So... 
Yeah, you have to get your stuff on Apple's uh, App Store for your stuff to be able to be used on the iPhones or in the Apple environment. There's also the Apple certificate. So essentially, oh, yeah, yeah. yeah they, they have to sign off to on the... each version and mm-hmm. etc. And so that can be, you know, yeah, yeah we, 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 we did talk about that before, right? I, I, I sent it to you, remember? I don't think we ever talked about it, how that one guy's, uh, it was a, a Mac app that it got revoked for like a bit and then like no one could open his apps without seeing that security warning. Yeah. That's wild. <laughs> I mean, I mean, I, I get the idea behind safety and security and etc. but that whole thing has basically devolved into uh, we say it's for safety, but it's really just us putting our stamp on it. Which also means when you do get malware through like the Apple store and, and other stuff, that means at some point Apple had to put their hand printed stamp on it, didn't they? Wait, repeat that again. So, like, the, 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 they say they, they they have the certificate and things and put in place to keep things secure, but what it boiled down to was them just going, "We just want to put our stamp of approval on it." It's like they basically don't even check to see how secure it is. They're just like, "Oh, it's whatever. If it expires, and it automatically gets branded as a not safe thing." Mm-hmm. So. I was thinking if that is that's if, if that's the process, if malware does end up on an app on the app store and it was it was there to be downloaded for some point in time, that means Apple had to put their stamp of approval and and certify it at some point, right? Yep, pretty much. Huh. Here's a story by the way, I found the I found the the thing. Or at least use someone else's certificate. Yeah. Maliciously. It's uh, the article I sent you, Charlie Monroe, A Day Without Business. Yeah. Does that, that dumb warning report malware to Apple to protect other users? Uh, I'm going to put it in the show notes for others to look into if they want. Business got a. Uh, or. But... Yeah, I mean, that's that's the. As a downside of that approach, where, where it's a whole like walled garden, it's like well, we'll protect you and everything. It kind of also shafts uh, devs like that sometimes. It's weird, man. Because like again, like the the idea is a sound idea, but I, I I guess they're in the the same boat. Not exactly, but a similar boat as to YouTube. They just don't have, or to my knowledge, the manpower to go through things like they want in terms of actually certifying and giving the green light. Because like, if if you have a good actor. Who's been a good a good actor for for years, uh, and something expires, you don't you don't got to like banish them to the the to, to hell, you know. You can just like, hey, it's, 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 you know, you got a good exp- uh, expiration thing. We're not gonna cut your 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 ties right now because there has literally been nothing to showcase you're a bad actor, uh, and we'll just help you along the lines to get you back on on uh, on on the railroad without you know blowing your stuff up. And- yeah, the crappy thing is it's just uh derails everything altogether not just that version onward yeah it just destroys everything in that in that category oh that's that's disheartening man I, uh, it, everything is like coming back to me reading the story originally and like just uh ugh. And, and, and and i'm not going ugh, like you know screw apple blah 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 blah, blah. And this is just literally unfortunate uh uh, uh reactions where i guess um results of their infrastructure it's not i know it's not on purpose to, to have the situation happen it's probably not even like the norm but to see that it can happen this easily 
with someone who makes a business out of this, you can easily handicap somebody, quote unquote, by accident. And that's that's nasty. So when I go, ugh, mm-hmm. it's out of just the situation. So funny, funny thing, speaking about Apple security and, you know, being ugh about situations, um, Apple paid about nearly $300,000 to white hat hackers who basically had run of the, the company's entire network, according to Ars Technica. Pretty bad. It very very bad, man. Like, <laughs> I'm sorry. It's, it's over, let, me, let me let me read this excerpt from the uh, from R. Sentica specifically. Sam Curry, great last name, love one of my favorite type of foods. A 20 year old researcher, 20 years old, who specializes in website security, said that in total he and his team found 55 vulnerabilities. He rated 11 of them to be critical because they allowed him to take control of core Apple infrastructure and from there steal private emails, iCloud data, and other private information, i.e. this could have been the fappening 2.0, okay? So the 11 critical bugs were as listed by R. Setnica from Sam Curry. One, remote code execution via authorization and authentication bypass. That's like... You know, your two-factor authentication stuff? The things that put to keep your account God. safe? Yeah, completely yeah. out the window. <laughs> screw your passwords. Screw your security. Okay, authentication bypass via misconfigured permissions allows global administrator access. <laughs> that means, oh, some, some random Dave, you know, you got, you got his account hacked. Now they have complete total control over administrator uh, tools from Apple. Command injection via unsanitized file name arguments. Essentially, if you ever took a class on SQL data, uh, database structures, when you would have strings that would have, um, uh, I believe it was the simoleon symbol, or no, wait. Yeah, no, no, the simoleon symbol. You could actually call variables in different tables and, and kick off chain commands of like deleting tables or copying uh, tables and entries and etc. Same thing, but through command line for uh, different tool sets. Memory leak leads to employee and user account compromise, allowing access to various internal. Someone called up Lewis Rossman before these get patched. Well, I'm pretty sure they are already been patched, but <laughs> Lewis Rossman could have made a lot of use out of this. Oh my god! Uh, anyway, uh, this, hmm? this next one was an actual SQL injection. Oh shit! <laughs> <laughs> oh my Apple god. didn't sanitize their inputs. Yo, I'm sorry. Look, 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 look. This is that, that's like this is legit, legitimately as bad as Sony storing passwords in, in plain text on a text file. It is. Uh, I want to say it's as bad, but it's like <laughs> eh, close, like maybe maybe close second. It, yeah, it, 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 it's day one stuff to know when you deal with SQL or database commands, you sanitize your inputs. And this is yeah. Apple. Oh, sorry. Sorry, this is this is funny. Um. Uh, so yeah, the 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 Vertica SQL injection via unsanitized input parameters, um, warmable stored XSS allows attacker to fully compromise victim iCloud account. Uh, yeah, basically it's happening. Oh my god! Uh, full response SSRF allows attacker to read internal source code and access protected resources. <laughs> Uh, you have the keys to the castle right there. You can read the first code. <laughs> Blind XX, uh, XSS allows attacker to access internal support portal and customer and employee issue tracking. Delete all your help tickets and just never get you know uh, support ever for your issues. 
and finally be really surely <laughs> right and finally server-side phantom js execution allows for attackers to access internal resources and retrieve aws iam keys essentially how sony <laughs> got hacked and had uh, uh the last of us 2 information leaked on all online wild yeah. wild basically as hell take down their their icloud servers basically a whole lot of servers with that Bro. depending on the privileges with those keys Bro, and they only gave this guy his team $300,000. Yeah, $288,000. Uh, I mean, how long did he work for, though? That's that's a pretty good pretty good salary. How long did it take him, like a month? Two months? Mm. Yeah, I'm curious to see what... Uh... Oh, my God. <laughs> what? Uh, if you keep on reading the article, two of the worst... Um, Scroll down. A separate vulnerability in a site reserved for Apple distinguished educators was a result of assigning a default password and pound, 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 and valid. <laughs> Yo. <laughs> Yo. Okay. For, 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 for listeners out there wondering why I'm saying only approximately $300,000. So again, it's, it's, it's Sam, Sam Curry and a team, right? I don't know how many are on that team, but it's, it's a team. And three hundred thousand dollars is a lot of specifically two hundred eighty-eight thousand or hundred thousand um, is is a lot of money. It is, but if these guys weren't white hat hackers, if they were malicious, if they had any any more nefarious terms, they could have got quickly, easily double uh, th- that amount in, in terms of like uh, fraudulent things or or you know just setting things up for them to benefit. Now, granted, it would be illegal and they can get caught and lose everything. So I think it was a smart move for them to do that. Uh, hackers out there listening, don't be stupid. To, to, to quote uh, Philip DeFranco, don't be stupid, stupid. You know, you, you can probably get away with one or two, but if you do a, a, a big thing and get, get away with it for a month or two, you may still get tracked down a couple of years later and then lose everything in thin some. So, but but just, just saying, uh, I just want to say that what they paid them was not was nowhere near worth of what the damage they could have did to Apple with with those vulnerabilities. That's it. Well, hold on, hold on. Um, if you if you keep on reading at the end of the article, saying that the guy expects to for the for the sum to exceed over five hundred thousand dollars once they finish reading the rest of the reports, <laughs> so he expects more out of it basically, and I'm and I'm sure he knows what he's worth. Okay. Basically, all these high level exploits, and uh, well, at least Apple's credit on this password that you know he discovered at least it's not just all alpha alpha characters at least he threw him some special symbols in there even though it's kind of like eh, <laughs> maybe don't throw an actual word in there <laughs> yeah because he said that he, using that password he's able to bypass signing with apple <laughs> i'm sorry, I'm sorry. It, it, man, it, oh i can't help but laugh it, like, oh okay also, thank you for for reading on that that article while I laughed and 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 complained. Everyone, <laughs> you, you got you got to have a Lewis to help you out with stuff like this. It's perfect. Uh, um, you know what this reminds me of? That uh, that uh, that Twitter hack. That guy was uh, twenty two years old. <laughs> Yo, we're gonna have like thirteen year olds pulling off major hacks in the future, man. It's gonna it's gonna be amazing. Oh, actually, no. Uh, one of them was 22 years old. The other one was 17. The other one was 19. Oh, God. I, oh, yeah, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> uh, three of them, I think. Oh. I dig it, man. Bring on this type of future. I, I, yes. 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 This, I, 
you know, in, in all fairness, I, I do believe in the next 20, 30 years, a lot of the um, like full on warfare will all be digital. And I, I don't mean like warfare trying to kill people. I mean, like warfare trying to ruin people. So, uh, but yeah, um, to close out front for the story, apparently Apple did make a statement and it says, uh, and I quote, at Apple, we vigilantly protect our networks, no you don't, and have dedicated teams of information security professionals, no you don't, that work to detect and response to threats. As soon as the researchers alerted us to the issues that, uh, they detailed in their report, we immediately fixed the vulnerabilities and took steps to prevent future issues of this kind. Based on our logs, the researchers were the first to discover the vulnerabilities, so we feel confident no user data was misused. We value our collaboration with security researchers to help keep our users safe and have credited the, the team for their assistance and will reward them uh, reward them from the Apple Security Bounty Program. So some quick notes. Uh, yes, I actually enjoy this type of interaction between companies and, and platforms with their users who go in, look for these things, and to point them out for the betterment for the users as a whole. I still do not feel that Apple you know, responded uh, correctly in terms of the, the, the amount that they, they gave the team, as well as like that ad extra added information saying, you know, our logs indicate that the researchers were the first to discover the vulnerability, so we feel confident. That might come and bite them in the butt, because uh, I'm not a fly on their wall. I'm, I'm not, but I don't know. Logs don't tell you everything. And if you are a really good hacker, you know, they can mess with your logs easily. Depending, honestly, in this case, because again, if these vulnerabilities are true, and they can get complete, you know, keys to the entire castle, they have full reign, full reign, and so you you never fully know if they really were the first. Now, hopefully they are, hopefully, um, but if if they're not, man, this is gonna come back and bite them in the butt. Mm hmm. Mm. If anything, it just goes to show that you know the bigger and more complex the system, you know, could definitely hack hack it. Yeah. Even Apple isn't immune. <laughs> We've been going on for the show for a decent long time. Uh, I don't want to keep Lewis uh, too tied to the mic. So I guess for the final topic of today's uh, show uh, was basically going to be about AMD coming out of the, the woodworks, swinging metal bats with these jacked up arms of muscle with um uh oh, i forgot the young lady who who the ceo of um of AMD. oh my goodness um uh, ceo of amd uh lisa sue thank you lisa sue uh just just like laughing y yes big arms i'm not gonna i i could make a joke i'm not because we're on the air uh <laughs> um but yeah they came out the woodworks is swinging man we got we got new uh amd processors coming out uh, they're apparently going to be like the fastest we've ever seen, supposedly. Uh, completely dominating Intel to, to performance. They, they're going to see, like I believe, at minimum about a 20% performance increase over the last generation CPUs. Uh, they're still 7 nanometer, but they plan to exceed and hit 5 nanometers for their CPUs, hopefully around next year or the year after. Um, and like just in general... Uh, great to be amd and it's great to have some uh some shares in the amd stock uh, as lewis typed in the chat r.i.p <laughs> intel yes yeah yeah uh just gave him a chance <laughs> just want to catch up catch their breath i mean you know, honestly yeah look like you know we rag on intel because they, they've they've they got blindsided they got put to sleep they got they got knocked the 
out. Okay, but I mean, it's still still good. You know, the CPUs can still yeah. can still carry a torch. They're just oh, yeah, not they're in not. first place. <laughs> oh yeah, I think they've been uh they've been sleeping a lot and just uh not really doing much. And then you know that just gave AMD some time to you know catch up and really really work out, man. When it came to the show, oh Buck Nick and his strong. <laughs> You heard it here first, people. Um, AMD coming out butt naked and strong. I love it. Mm. Yeah. Um, hopefully they can come out butt naked and strong with them GPUs too, because I, I want to see them get some uh, Nvidia run for the money. And, and, and let, let, uh, let me fully disclose: I, I actually I do have shares in AMD and I do have shares in, in Nvidia. I want AMD to shake up Nvidia so Nvidia can can. Uh, drop their stocks a little bit so I can buy some more and then wait for some, some more series of the <laughs> RTX to come out and raise it back up. Um, <laughs> but that aside, man, yeah, it's, it's, it's just it's great technology. It's great innovation from AMD. I want to see more. Uh, Lisa Sue, the team, everybody, you're doing a fantastic job. Keep at it. Uh, the one little irritation that I still have with the Ryzen series of, C- of CPUs um I don't. I still don't really like the name. So you get your yeah. Ryzen Zen followed by the generation of architectures, then followed by the series. So right now, the new ones that are going to come out will be Ryzen Zen Three Architecture Five Thousand Series. And I'm like, I, I, Zen Three Five Thousand just doesn't look right to me. So I'm like, okay, where's Four Thousand Series? The Four Thousand Series is still back on Zen Two because the Four Thousand Series is still on that architecture from the second generation so the 4000 series is even further behind gen 3 which is the 5000 series but wait there's more um i believe there's a the, the mobile chips for amd are the 3000 series so I, I, if you have different classifications like this why the thousand type of nomenclature for the naming? I, you know, I would rather just Ryzen Zen M or, or Ryzen M for your mobile series. So, you know, Ryzen M 1000, 2000, whatever, etc. Then you're going to have your Ryzen, uh, 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 Ryzen Zen 2 for your CPU desktop, you know, uh, CPUs. And then go, it, it, I don't know. It's just. It, I think I would have liked a better uh, Intel-esque, you mean. Naming thing where like the first number is the generation, second one's like the the performance series, you know. Yeah. How they do with the i three, i five, i eight, and you're like, okay, middle tier, high tier. Yeah. It's kind of kind of confusing because I think um it's it's hard to tell sometimes which which generation something is in. Uh, what is it? Because some of the You know what? I'm not going to talk. I don't have my facts all the way there on this one. <laughs> but I remember one series, I was real confused at because it said this thing, but it was actually a different generation because it was not really ahead. It was, or behind, it was ahead. Oh. Um, I oh. think it was the, the GPU and better ones or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I need like, now, I, I, I've had similar takes with things like, um, was it Coffee Lake, the Tiger Lake? Or, or I remember one of, the, one of the lakes had, you know, it's the exact same setup for the i3, then the U-whatever numbers. And they, they basically had the exact same um, uh, model number or series number. They just had different architecture classifications before that. So you could easily get confused about which one was Coffee Lake and which one was the other lake. And I was like, I don't got time for that. I'm glad I'm AMD for right now. But, yeah. Yeah. Hey, and the other thing about this, 
they're backwards compatible. You have to change the entire socket. Bro, yes. Oh, God. So, dude. Right? I could just upgrade my CPU along with these releases. Oh, so beautiful. So beautiful. I thought Gizmodo was actually throwing shade at, 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 uh, at AMD and said, you know, everything about uh, the, the, the Ryzen chips are great except for the the sucky um, uh, onboard chip uh, seating. And I was like, dude, I'm not going to complain when it's backwards compatible. And, like, may- maybe that has something to do with the style they go for. Also, you have less prone of damage when it comes to the motherboard seating versus the actual things on the CPU. But that's just my opinion, personally. And then again, like I'm only you know swapping it out like maybe or in, at most or at least once, right? I don't think I'm gonna be swapping out chips that often unless I'm a system builder like Linus and I maybe drop things often. But you know, <laughs> love you, Linus. <laughs> I still can't. I still can't get over um, D Brands sending him a uh, a Galaxy Fold two with <laughs> a custom D Brand scan of his face. <laughs> From a, a lower angle webcam picture. The best. Oh, the best. But yeah, I think that's going to do it for the show, everybody. Uh, I'm just going to chuck up the one hour, 30 minutes to being a special because season finale. Um, there may still be some releases after this show. They won't be episodes. They'll just be like little tidbits, extras, maybe some things here and there. Um, but, 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 but we'll, we'll see. Um, Louis, do you have any like um, retrospects or, or you know looking back on literally twenty three episodes of the podcast for this year? No, twenty three, huh? Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, thanks, thanks for uh, listening, guys. Thanks, we appreciate it. Yeah, and I um, I was talking with Andy a bit too, and I was like, because uh, I I forgot what episode I was recording with him uh, the other uh, week or two weeks ago. Uh, he says, "I don't know, man. For, to me, it's only like half of that because you know, for for the co-host rotates." And I said, like, "Oh yeah, yeah, no, I am like far more, you know, in in it than 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 uh, uh, the most Lewis and and Andy." And so I, I look back and I I think about how we. You know, kept 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 at it. We kept doing it. We we changed the schedule around a lot, and uh, you know, part of that is due to 2020 and our day jobs and our lives. Um, but it's nice, and I have people who still do, do ask on a regular basis, like you know, hey, where can I where can I find your podcast? I know, I know you're back on the podcast. Uh, where is it? And I've I've gone and I've been looking at the analytics, and like uh, for some reason there were there was a resurgence in one of our episodes that we talked about with um uh I forgot which which phones it was like third or fourth episode or some, some something back then but a couple of weeks ago like he just shot up another good amount of views for whatever or i'm sorry listens for whatever, whatever reason um hmm. but yeah so for season two i'm planning on you know new graphics um new formats uh i want to definitely have a video uh version of it as well uh we might have some more episode types some movie related episodes anime related episodes manga related episodes etc and just kind of see where, what you guys feel we should do in terms of if we should split off into other types of podcast shows or keep it all un- under one umbrella uh i want to have the website updated by the end of the year we're going to have a dedicated page for the, the podcast where you can always find it on your favorite uh, platform how you can support the podcast how you can send in your own audio clips if you want to hear your voice on the podcast etc and yeah man just thank you all it's it's, it's been a crazy year and it's, it just feels nice to know that people are still listening and, and, and give your crazy 
rants. Mine's more more than ever because Lewis is far more sane than I am. I think so anyway. Um, but yeah, just giving us the time and day, and or I'm sorry, not even time of day, the time and night because it's always after dark. No, no laughters. Okay, cool. Anyway. We will see you all in some future tidbits, snippets, and audio clips. But until then, as always, take care, stay sane, drink water, and I hope you are expecting Season 2 to launch next year. Thank you. Bye. Oh, you know, I said I would stop it again. I forgot. <laughs> oh, did you, not, did you not stop it? I did it. Essence <laughs> <laughs> of Zen After Dark is a podcast made for and by geeks and nerds for all things geeks and nerd culture. The intro and outro songs were provided by Pro Leader, who you can find their music at proleader.bandcamp.com. That's P R O L E T E R.bandcamp, one word, dot com. Thank you.